episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. I think before we roll, how are you going? You going all right? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. It's um, it's always hard going back to real life after, you know, in the middle of a tour, like especially when it's like weekend tour mm. and you're at home during the weeks. Like, don't get me wrong. I love, I'm, I'm a domestic, I'm as domestic as the next gal. Um, I really love just being at home, but there's just this, I, I, the way I framed it to Tiana earlier was the worst motive. Like, there's no worse motivator for work and study, etc., than touring. It just because it just gets your mindset in this really active uh, zone, and you just don't want to do anything else. Oh, yeah, sucks. yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but reality, it's such is life, really. Like, you just you have to make a living and stuff. So it's it's tricky. Are you studying as well? I am. I'm doing a Bachelor of Secondary Education. Oh, cool. Yeah. You are cramming it all in. A little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love my studies too. Um, yeah. It's just different sides of life that I'm trying to squeeze out, um, but it does get overwhelming for sure. Have you done prac yet? Where you I have. And I, like- did, <gasps> I did do a placement um, a few a uh, few months ago. Yeah. And uh yeah, I actually it's funny, I had a um a year ten, one of my year tens was the first one to bring up the band. Like I was waiting for it to happen really, because <laughs> these kids these days are they're sneaky and they'll Google you and they actually warn you before you go on placement, make sure all your shit's yeah. on lock and key. Um and of course someone found the band because all obviously all of that is public knowledge, but um yeah, he actually the Second day I had him, uh, great kid, by the way, amazing. Shout out to him. Um, he came in and he knew like all the words to Mr. Magic. It was just, it was just <laughs> wild. Like it was so weird. Like, I don't know, like, I, like, I guess when, you, when you're in high school, you don't have much better to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, but how cool. It was so cool. Um, he seemed to really like it, actually, which was great. And I actually had another kid also in year 10. Year 10 seemed to be the ones who were really on it. Um, he was really, he was a guitar player and he was asking me a lot of questions about the band. And I said, like, it was kind of one of those, look, like, let's get your work done first and then we'll talk about it in break time, Yeah. <laughs> I had to sort of balance out my, I, I would have talked about it for hours on end, but I, I had to be in teacher mode then. Yeah, so it, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a challenge actually. Mate, that is so awesome. Cause it, yeah. I, I guess it'd be like, you have to, it's like the, the Superman Clark Kent, <laughs> you know, you've got to, you've got to, oh, have, look. You, you, you get your superpowers and you got to leap and <laughs> Oh, look, if I'm blowing smoke, then yeah, sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, a little bit of an alter ego. I yeah. definitely have. Yeah. And I'm passionate about the teaching too. So I really want to find a way that to like incorporate both in my life in some way. Obviously, Relica takes precedent over pretty, like anything, yes. pretty yes. much anything. But um, if I can find myself in a place where I'm, you know, 
casual teaching in like off tour season, recording season, you know, got to make money somehow. And then um, doing Relica by night, that would be ultimate. That's like uh, Thomas Lindbergh from uh, At The Gates. Mm-hmm. Like legendary metal front man, like one of my absolute heroes, but he's a high school teacher. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I actually find they intersect really well, you know. Um, I find especially like if you're if you're a front person of a band, like if you're if you're you've got a personality on stage, it shows that you can communicate. Um, and communication is a huge skill for teaching. Um, especially you know you find a lot of music teachers. Uh, I actually don't teach mu- music; I teach English. Um, but. It's just, yeah, they intersect quite well. Um, so I'm not surprised to hear about that. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, you're good? That'll... Sorry? <laughs> you're getting messages? Or, or am I getting messages? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to close my window. I'm so sorry about that. Oh, you're right. Like, you're right. It always happens to me. I am all me. good now. You know, people see you online, they're just like, hey, bro, what's going on? You're oh, just- yeah, no, I, I actually never really have it open on my computer. So it was that one time where I was like, <laughs> yeah. where is that coming from? So I had to close it up. Yeah, you're like, oh, wait. No, yeah. I know. I get it all the time, mate, all the time. <laughs> but uh, hey, as you, you you mentioned before, you recently wrapped uh, the bulk of the Monolith Festival dates and you still got one left. Yes, Perth. 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 Mm. Is it the same point? Perth. But, um. <laughs> How's how's that run been? Because it looks from everything I've seen, it looks like it's just been absolutely incredible. It really has. It really has been so special. I think one of the things that I love the most about it is that it's very validating to be part of this lineup. Um, look, we're playing with bands that we've been looking up to for so many years, um, bands that even our parents probably introduced us to at some point or another. Right. Um So we're kind of walking amongst giants. Um, But the best part is that we don't, like what I meant by the whole validating thing is we don't really feel like, at least, at least not after a few dates, like the the first date, the Brisbane date was quite, um, you know, jarring, you know, it was, it was a different culture to be a part of, but we don't feel like we're out of place. We don't feel like little nomads or anything anymore. We're, We're starting to feel a bit more, you know, like especially the people working, uh, like the Dell team on this tour have been so, um, just respectful of of us as people, and um, just the culture is really, um, it's very yeah, very supportive of all the artists on the lineup. Um, you know, even just very friendly. Um, and so we're starting to feel like a really key part of the community, which is so just unreal. You know, it's one of those extra things about being in a band that really sticks with you. Um, just to feel like one of them, you know what I mean? Like one of the artists we, yeah. we're, and, and to get up there um, date after date and do, do our thing, I guess. And to be like kind of revered for that is insane. It's so cool. Um, we're, we're so, we're so well looked after. We've have been having an absolute blast. Was there anyone that you, you were sort of, I guess, before playing with them, uh, maybe a little intimidated by like someone you looked up to and now that you're like pals, you know, 
Yeah, look, I look up to. I don't know why I did that. I'm very tight, so I'm like. No, no, you know, I feel I. I and you, you know, you're yeah, it's like the, it the handshake emoji. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, well, I look up to almost every artist on the bill in some way. You know, whether it's Carnival being the giants that they are. Like, I mean, come on, it's Carnival. Yeah. Even to uh, look, um. Pliny is another one, uh, especially for Miles and Brandon as a guitarist. Um, Pliny and the and his band are yeah. just monumental, uh, just 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 next level. Um, yes, absolutely. There's a level of um, intimidation there, but once you sort of um, yeah, once you start interacting with them, the, the tables really do turn. Of course, there's I don't know. I like on a bit of a personal note. Um, I am my biggest critic when it comes to meeting idols and inspirations and stuff like that. I, I'll walk away. Tiana knows this. I know. I know she can hear this. Tiana knows. <laughs> I am my own biggest critic. I think. Um, when I speak with um, you know, people, yeah, that I admire, I feel like I make a total ass of myself. Um, I probably don't, like, it's probably fine, but I walk away with my head in my hands. Um, and I feel like I have had a few moments like that on the monolith tour, but, um, at the same time I've, yeah, like, I've really been making some friends. Um, everyone is super fun to be around and, um, it, it really does change, um, the way you look at people, you know, just yeah. seeing these inspirations just as humans. I mean, Pliny, as an example, he's the funniest dude. And their whole their whole touring party, the Pliny crew, is just, like, next-level hilarious and, like, antics and mischief and stuff. Um, it's so cool to, to be able to witness. Um, and it's very, yeah, it's very grounding, I think. It makes you just, it makes you feel seen and makes you feel part yes. of that, which is great. It's feeling. That's yeah. awesome, man. I'm so I'm I'm so so happy for you. And uh, of course, uh, you know the new Relica EP. I don't know what I am drops on September 16, and uh, this thing is so stacked. It's so intense. <laughs> like, Thank you. How, how did you did you get to play some of these live, or did you sort of keep them hiding? No, we're actually playing most of them, if not all of them, live at the moment, which is really cool. Um, because fun fact which I was talking about, um, I, I've sort of been thinking about this fairly recently. Um, we, it's not until Monolith, and obviously the, the practice process for Monolith, you know, the, the rehearsal process, that we had actually played some of those songs in the same room together ever. Oh, wow. Um, so, like, so because we, obviously during during the big C, during COVID, um, we didn't have the luxury of being able to, uh, write these songs in the same sphere. Um, so it took a very big process of being adapt like adaptable and writing remotely, um, which ended up turning out awesomely. But I remember saying to one of my friends um, in the lead up to Monolith, and he was he was asking me about the set list or something, and I said, "Oh yeah, um, yeah, well, like we actually haven't played those songs together before." And he was just like, "Are you serious? Like that is so weird to think about." And I guess I never really thought about how weird that is, but I guess. That was, I digress. Yeah, we're playing um, pretty much all of the songs. Um, we've actually had a little bit of a different set list every date. Um, and we have played every song on the EP at least once now. And it's getting some pretty good um, 
reception. So it's cool. It's all happening. That's so awesome because it is insane. Like this thing is insane. I've I've listened to it a lot and just gone, I, how? I <laughs> I'm going to take that as a compliment and say thank you. Sure, because I just it's it's a puzzle within a puzzle within a puzzle, and just when you think you go, okay, you've got it figured out. You don't have it figured out, and it opens up even more. I hear so much, like not just musically, but vocally, just the different patterns and the different, I guess, characters that you put into the performance is just insane. Like, I appreciate that. Like, it blows my mind. Like, there's little tiny little bits where you'll come in and you'll just throw in a little whisper, and then you'll swing back into, like, I love that stuff. Wow. Um, is that something that you went in w- recording it like in mind or was it just on the fly bouncing back and forward when recording? Firstly, thank you so much. Like this is all so affirming to hear and so exciting to hear. Um, I'm so glad you enjoy it. Um, to answer your question, the it, there is definitely sort of a a balancing act between intent versus what comes out. Um, you definitely do go, especially in the writing process, I definitely did seek out to do most of what you hear. Um, like it was, there was a big process of refinement, um, especially in the writing process. Um, also in pre-production, you know, like uh, when we were working with our producer, Chris Blancato, um, he had a lot to say and a lot of um, feedback on some of the different moments and stuff. So he he actually um, really encouraged me to pursue the rapping a bit more um, and that, because that's something that I've always been, not always, but a little on the fence about just in the sense that, like, do I just sound like a basic white girl, like, <laughs> rapping right now? I cannot you know, like in my mind, I'm thinking this is just lame. But to hear him, um, you know, someone of his experience and his um, sort of stature within the industry to say, oh, yeah, I really like that, keep doing that, was really affirming. And that definitely shaped a few things that we, you now hear on the on the EP. But even right up to, I'm um, sorry, yeah. even right up to the, um, r- right up to, like, when we were recording the EP, um, things change right at the last second. Um, they definitely do to the point where you'll try something and be like, you'll have a, you'll have a moment between, it was between me and Chris, we'd have a moment like, uh-huh, okay, okay. And then like, just like kind of try it again and like refine it. Um, because when you're, because there is, there is an element of performance to it. And when I perform on stage, it's different. It's a little bit different every time. So, um, when you hear that little click moment of like, okay, that was really cool. That's when it sort of changes in the process. So yeah, definitely 50-50 um, in terms of like intent versus actuality. Um, but I'm really, yeah, I'm really happy with the organicness that is sort of woven in there. I think that there were some really surprise, some big surprises even for yeah. us. And it flows so well. Like it's it's chaotic, but it 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 flows. I can't, I'm, I've been thinking about it a lot. It's like, how can I describe this EP that it's just, it, it's, it, it's just amazing. Like I, I was showing a, a mate on the sneaky the other day. I was like, man, you've got to do this shit. <laughs> He's like, you're allowed, you go. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, mate, mate, I was in my car and I'm like, man, this thing. He's like, what? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I can't wait for the rest of the world to hear it. 
so they can do all that stuff you've done, you know. And oh, and and when you're talking about the rapping, I don't, I don't know if I'd, I'd see it as rapping. It's hmm. just, it's just the the way it's like an aggressive form of telling the story. I don't know. No, I get that. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to verbalize this. No, you're you're so right, and you can't. You wouldn't even necessarily lump it into rap in a way. Oh. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a matter of like I'm. We yeah, we have a story to tell, and I have certain tools in yes. my in my repertoire to be able to tell that. And um, there are also certain tools that I don't have in my repertoire to tell that. For example, like screaming, you don't really hear any screaming on the CP apart from blessed Sean Harmanis, who does his part so well yep. uh, on safety. Um, but you, you know, there's aggression to the to the vocal in certain areas where it needs to be aggressive. But it's almost a matter of like this is. This is me saying, look, I want something here that's not necessarily melodic, mm-hmm. but I can't scream. And I, I, you know, I'm at peace with that. Um, and it's not like I'm, I'm saying that I'll never learn. I may learn one day, but I'm really happy with, um, you know, the skill, the, the skill set that I do have now. So I'm you not necessarily to. looking for <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it's almost like, a, it's almost like a challenge, you know, how can I make this sound new and interesting um without that skill um and I think that that's kind of a really cool testament to you know even aspiring vocalists out there who may not necessarily have um the insane skill set of some of the artists that they may admire you don't need this much you just need to be able to work with what you've got kind of thing and I think that that's something that that's a message that I really like enjoy putting forward so hopefully people pick that up 100%. 100%. 100%. And and you mentioned uh you know getting the guest vo- vocals with uh Sean from uh, Make Them Suffer on uh Safety Man. That's insane. It's it's just intense. How did that come about? Like did you did you have him in mind? Definitely. Um I think that we were um as the song was coming together it was feeling more and more like a like a metalcore track, you know, you you standard um traditional metalcore that you hear and love. Um at the moment, you know, your Alpha Wolf make them suffer North Lane a little bit more um of that ex- accessible to the heavy community sort of sound. Um and I think, yeah, it was it was a mixture of things, um, one of which being sort of because I wrote the part um, and I was thinking a lot about, you know, whose voice would suit this, who has that in their skill set, you know, those real fast. Uh, I have actually because um, we fun fact about um, just a little side note on the monolith tour, we've been getting a different guest in each city to do that uh, with us. And pretty much every time um, we've had a new guest up, you know, we've had Mikey from Gloom in the Corner, we've had Jono from Bloom, and we've had Dylan from Deadlights. Um, I'm pretty sure each one of them have said, man, that's fast. <laughs> so I wanted to make sure that, you know, I was working, uh, we were working with someone who sort of, uh, you know, did that in their own music and, you know, Make Them Suffer is a really great example of that. Um, and they... Um, and then it sort of the stars aligned really you know um we work with josh as our manager josh smith and he and they obviously um managed make them suffer as well and they're really their mates they're tight so it, it unfolded really organically from there um we sort of knew that sean was going to fit the sound really well um you know it was a matter of 
have our co- our people contact his people and then it um it sort of all came to light and I've spoken with Sean um a lot during that process it was very um it was a very tight knit um and he just nailed it from from the beginning so it really it really did work out exactly how we would have hoped so good so good <laughs> I love it maybe I can jump up one day yes I would love that I would love that I'd do the caveman yelly thing <laughs> um. But uh, I don't know. Have we got much time? I'm sorry. We're having a good old chat. That's fine. I'm enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, awesome. I don't. Have we got another couple of minutes or another minute, T? Yeah, go nuts. It's, I'm, I'm enjoying it too. <laughs> oh, we actually don't oh, have another one lined up after this. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Thanks. It's so funny when the voice just comes out of out of my head headset randomly. The yeah. voice of creepy God. <laughs> the voice of God. Um, but I did want to ask you about the album cover. That is uh, incredible. Like, who who drew that? It's it, was it digital or was it hand done? Um, no. Our so yes, it was. Hang on, let me <laughs> let me just first say thank you for asking about the artwork. It is truly one of my favorite parts of this campaign, and I'm so beyond stoked with it. Um, it was a um a now friend of ours you know it was someone we re- reached out to um in melbourne i apologize i'm not going to get his last name correct but his name is even edgner uh e d j n e um he is yeah he's he's based in melbourne um we reached out to him because of an artwork that he's done in the past of an artist we really love her name's odette um, her album Herald was designed by him, um, the artwork, and it's it's a similar concept, you know, it's it's a portrait but with uh, manipulation, and mainly because of the theme behind this um, behind this EP that I don't know what I am, that sense of self exploration, vulnerability, definitely putting ourselves on the rocks there, um, and putting ourselves out on display, um, it felt really right to do something portrait based and um I was a little scared at first because you know I I'm not necessarily one to put myself on show um at least beyond like being at the front of the stage you know I just I don't know it's something that doesn't necessarily come naturally to me you know in photography and art and stuff like that I you know being a self-critical person as we all are um I, yeah, so it was a bit out of the comfort zone, spoke with Eben and he just uh, really ran with our brief and he made something that still I just stare at and go, wow, like, <laughs> it's that's me, man. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so it cool. is amazing. I'm so thankful to him. He was really, really supportive throughout the process. I would 1,000% um, recommend him for any projects in the future obviously it's a little um unorthodox of a style um for you know especially for our genre of music because Odette is uh, is more of a pop artist yeah. so it was a little bit different um but I think that that's part of how why we love it really I, I love it have you got a copy of it like have you got it printed or a, I guess a vinyl? I don't I don't yet um when you say physical vinyl etc i can't speak too much on that but i i'll just say i think i will soon like (laughs) we'll see yeah well we're working on it um and we're really excited about that but um i no i don't currently have a physical copy of it but i think that that is i i would really like one um i think that would be really cool i work in a printing factory 
Mm. So if you want a poster of it, I can make that happen and I'll send it to you. Wow. I mean, look, I would definitely not say no. And if <laughs> like if you um if you happen to to do that, I would be like, man, that would be insane. Yeah. Yeah. I'll see what I can uh muster we'll send up. you a copy of something um in return. <laughs> we'll a high five will do. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, mate. Thanks, I'll, man. Uh, that's all right. I'll um I'll make a note of my down here and then I'll um get you. It really is. It really is a special artwork, and it's um, it's a really good symbol of the vulnerability behind this record. I think, um, especially you know, in the manipulation and seeing yourself as a bit of a weird, unnatural version of yourself, dreamlike almost. That's very, yeah, that's very on brand with the with the EP. Yeah, it's so good. And you know, I will say, was it the track Second Nature? Yeah, man, that that got me like in the feels. Like that's really, my baby. Really, that one. Yeah, it got me really. You can good. probably tell. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, oh, thanks, Nev. It's yeah. I've I've had a few people mention that track to me in particular, yeah. and I'm so beyond like excited that people are hearing that, and it's in people's ears now because. Yeah, it oh, when I, <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I um when I heard that song for the first time, like uh mixed, like just the first mix, we were actually all in um in Brisbane together. We were playing what was going to be the original full tilt, which then turned into a thy art show instead, which was still awesome. Yes. But we were driving around, we were having a really good time and Chris sent us through mixes. We were like, well, we got to listen. So we immediately um, stepped on that. And that was my first time hearing that song mixed. And I cried so much. I burst into tears because, yeah, it really is probably the most raw um, display of of emotions that we've really ever done. Um, And I feel really, really blessed to hear that now it and it's so hard. hard it hit me real hard eh? like i was like that's so cool i'm i'm glad that it resonates with you it's it's a yeah it's, it's definitely an exploration into not only you know fear and and, and really sort of self-doubt i think but also just love and what what is good around the people around me and the world around me. And like, yeah, it's, it's very, I think it's very um, innocent that song. Like there's a bit of a childlike essence to the lyrics. Um, And so that'll, that'll be really cool to explore. Um, And I'm really glad that it resonates with you. So powerful, man. Have you been, have you been jamming it live? Yeah, we've played, played it once live so far. Um, And look, like, I'm not gonna lie, it was interesting because I think sort of our sort of analysis of that evaluation, I guess, after we got off stage was um and had processed it and stuff. It was it went well, but I think that people need to hear it first and then hear it live. I'm not sure if it necessarily translates with like with zero context. Hmm. Whereas if once people have heard it a little bit and it's sort of in their ears, then maybe it might be a good time for them to hear it live. So we're sort of, yeah, we're, we're figuring that out as we go, really. We gave it its premiere at um, the Brisbane Lake of Monolith um, and it was really enjoyable, but we're going to see what happens once the EP comes out um, in terms of playing it again. We'll, we'll probably play it in Perth, so 
it will have been out for one day. So let's see if there's any diehard fans out there that's like, yeah, I've heard this EP like 50 times now and I know the words. Oh, yeah. we can four hours, people. people. Yeah. They'll do it. They'll do it. it. I'm getting a weird... uh... Am I echoing? You're fine for me. Oh, there was like three of me echoing off into the... That was weird. Is it okay now? I think it stopped. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So oh, in regards cool. to uh touring and moving, you know, moving forward past the next monolith, what do you got what do you got cooking up? I know you got something. You could you would you would have some. You got a plan. Of course we would. Of course we would. Um so we we've just announced two shows, two standalone shows. Uh well, standalone for the meanwhile, but the rest is under wraps um at the moment. You know, it's um We've got we've got a lot of stuff to start announcing and stuff pretty soon. Um, but for now, there are two shows that have been announced, which we're both very excited about. The first one is in Sydney. Um, it's a show with North Lane and Wind Waker. So line up, man. Crowbar. Line up. Crowbar. At Crowbar, that's it. It's to celebrate Crowbar's 10-year anniversary. Um, and look, we're better to celebrate. Like we're better to host that lineup than at Crowbar. And what better occasion than Crowbar's birthday? Um, I think it's going to be really fun. I, I think it's actually almost sold out, if not sold out at this point. Um, so if you want tickets, like, like Sydney. Get on to it. Got to get on. Um, you know what to do. <laughs> and then um, the next one that we've announced is in Melbourne. Um, that's for what we did on the weekend. They're running a fundraiser show for Beyond Blue, so really great cause. Um, that'll be with uh, more Perth legends, Saviour, and um, a Tapestry and Alira. So that'll be really fun. Uh, we, we loved Melbourne so much when we came down from Monolith and that was our first time. Finally, we made it down there, so we can't wait to go back. That's also in November. Um, and the rest, you'll have to wait and see. We're working on it. Um, I mean, I yeah. It's your mate, Nev, can't you? Oh, Nev, you know that I would tell you anything. <laughs> if I had concrete information, <laughs> you bet that it would be in your ears right now. Uh, I, yeah, look, like there's a tour in the works. Um, I will I will say, though, um, there's it's it's really hard right now. Um, I mean, obviously, like we're really grateful to have a bookings team behind us, so we're not necessarily the ones that need to navigate that. But... Um, venue holds are insane. Um, so many people are having trouble booking at the moment. Uh, I'm, I, I don't know the full ins and outs of it. So, uh, you'd have to speak to someone more knowledgeable than me, but, um, there, yeah, it's, it's a challenge. Um, and we're making do with, uh, with what we can do. So we, we just want to get out there as soon as we can. So we'll, we'll make it happen, but it is tricky. And I, um, I'm glad that we have people, um, on our side to help us navigate that because yeah, it's um, it's, it's crazy without it. I know. Hey, shout yeah. out to, to all the te- your team out there that are the you know behind the scenes. Oh yeah, shout out and a half. It's crazy. It is. We feel this year. We feel so, this year and and all years beforehand, but like we feel really held and supported at the moment, which is really really cool, um, and very special. And we're so thankful to everyone around us. And what about overseas? Is that on the uh, on the on the cards? 
oh, I am desperate to get overseas. And we have had so much, um, so much like demand at the moment. Uh, look, I don't exactly know how much demand warrants overseas shows, you know, like how many messages of come to the States that you need to get in order to warrant going there. Yeah. And I do know that that's incredibly, incredibly difficult right now, booking overseas, um, more so right now than ever. But um, it's absolutely a goal that is not too distant. Um, and we're, you know, working on teams for that as well. Um, it's just a matter of of logistics really and strategy so right now what we're doing is we're playing the shows that we can nationally getting the acclaim that we can through the ep um we're also writing a lot at the moment so um i guess stay tuned <laughs> um, you can't yeah. skip that you can't just skip that okay well yeah you've got, you got something coming up as well i mean you're just about to drop this ep and you're still ready yeah. to go again yeah, well, not know? quite ready to go. Um, <laughs> it's just a matter of, I think, something that I'm learning a lot through this process is um, trying to be one step ahead of yourself yes. at all times, I think. And it's challenging. I will I will definitely say that it's a huge challenge because um, I'm, still, I'm still in I don't know what I am mode, you know. Oh, I still I feel very attached to those songs and they, they still feel brand new to me, but... Um, I think, yeah, something that our team is really helping us learn is, um, like, yeah, the whole fact of music is your currency. And, um, in order to make those next steps, people need to hear next steps of music. So, um, we're, yeah, we're working really hard. We've got a lot of material, um, that we're sitting on, I suppose. Um, right now I'm just feeling a little bit of pressure, um, mainly to, to deliver i guess um really hard to break out of that existing cycle and move into the next best thing when you already feel so proud of this and you i don't know you get stuck in your head of like oh how am i going to be better than this i guess how am i going to one-up that and especially being admittedly a bit of a perfectionist um like debilitatingly you know to the point where i can't start something unless it's already the best version that it's ever been kind of thing i hear you that is crushing when you're yeah. trying to create music because you really have to just spit out product to begin with and then refine it. And I'm really bad at the spitting out process. So um, it's a learning curve. Um, and, yeah, don't, you, you know, we've, we're going to definitely um, ride this EP for as long as the wave will take us. And I, I think we've got some really exciting content planned around it as well, a um, couple of bonus, like, releases and stuff like that. But... Um, in terms of newer material, yeah, it's just going to be a, um, a wait and see process and we're working really hard. So I, it's just a rest assured moment, you know, where we're working on it. <laughs> Mate, like it's, it, this EP is enough for people at the moment. So uh, sit down, calm down people. So. Like, mate, I sure do hope so. but we believe in you and we believe that, you know, whatever you do next, when the time is right, it's, it's going to be incredible. Thanks, Nev. Mate, you're awesome, Maureen. I'm not just saying that. It's not just an interview thing. Like, honestly, like, you know, I know a few people behind the scenes who who all say how awesome you are and, you know, how, you know, I even saw, you know, T's little posts there before, like, you know, you got a lot of people in your in your corner, mate, and for good I reason. truly feel it. 
I really do more so now than ever. And I'm so grateful. We, we all are not just me. Um, we, yeah, like I said before, we feel incredibly held um, and, and people are really holding space for us at the moment. And I will be working really hard to, to continue to be worthy of that space. So um, rest assured, we will, we'll make it worth your while. I think that's one of our goals. Go get them. <laughs> that's where you got to get a stank face out and go get them. Can do. Can yeah, do. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, the new Relica EP, I Don't Know What I Am, is out on September 16. We'll have all the links down here in the show notes and on the site. Mon, thank you so much for hanging out, and uh, we will see you very soon. Pleasure is all mine. Thank you.